Kings, first Kings this morning, first Kings chapter two, we'll look at here this morning, first Kings chapter two, uh, verses one through four, verses one through four, it was, we can find it here. The Bible says, now the days of David drew nigh that he should die. And he charged Solomon, his son, saying, I go the way of all the earth. He says, be strong, therefore, and show thyself a man. And keep the charge of the, Holy, of the Lord thy God, and walk in his ways, and keep his statutes and his commandments, and his judgments and his testimonies, as it is written in the law of Moses, that thou mayest prosper in all that thou doest whithersoever thou turnest thyself. And verse 4 went on and says, he says, The Lord may continue his word which he had spoken concerning me, saying, If thy children take heed to their uh, uh, ways, to walk before me in truth with all their heart and with all their soul, there shall not fail thee, said he, a man on the throne of Israel. Amen. I want to Draw your attention back to verses. Uh, we'll pick it up in verse, verse 3. The Bible says, And keep the charge of the Lord thy God, and walk in his ways to keep his commandments, or his statutes, his commandments, his judgments, his testimonies, as it is written in the law of Moses, that thou mayest prosper in all that thou doest, and whithersoever thou turnest thyself. For a little bit today, I want to uh, uh, entitle this, this morning about God's structured life for us. God's structured life for us. Amen. Truly be thankful for structure this morning. Thankful for what structure is. I got another one trying to get in, I think, back there. If you can check the, make sure it ain't locked. She may, I know. But God's structure in life. God's structure. What it is, God has a structure for mankind. God has a structure for all Men and women, no doubt, the way he set it up and the way he established things in life. To establish things and he established it upon structure, something that will stand firm and sure all the way from here to eternity. One of the things he has established is his word. And his Bible tells us his word shall endure forever. His word. You can take this Bible here and, and burn it away. You can take it and throw it away, but it still stands sure that regardless of what mankind may do, it will, no doubt, last forever. You think about what structure is. It's something that the components that make up a, a, a building or components that make up an object is made of structure. Structure is important in how the, these things come together to make what we call objects. And you think about it, even as we see here today, you're, you're made up of a structure. You are at deep down on the inside of you is what we call bones. Everybody knows that. Bones and skeletons. And, and, and that's one of the original portions of our structure, our being. And actually outside of the spiritual part, but the physical part is made up of bones. And I saw a, a news article today about they found some mummy. And naturally when they found this mummy, it was still there, the bones. Why? One of the first things, no doubt, uh, again, or the last things to go. In the grave is those bones, if you please. And so naturally God knew what we needed to have structure. If we didn't have bones, we would collapse. 
you didn't have a good, good body structure, and we always constantly try to tell you and I to do what to watch our structure and our posture. Uh, again, you think about buildings and the stuff. This building here today sits on concrete, steel, structure, solid wood. In many cases, and if the building gets uh, damaged or if it's, if it, if it's beginning to get corrupted, again, the structure is compromised. The structure is compromised to where it cannot uh, uh, be able to do, again, or uh, stand firmly like it used to do. If you get a chance to come to our place one day, you'll see my garage. <laughs> my garage is leaning. We call it the Leaning Garage of Queens. How's that? You know the Leaning Tower of Pisa? Well, we got the Leaning Garage of Queens. How's that? And so what happened was what's happening is is the, uh, the, 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 the frame of it, again, is rotting down in the ground. And so naturally, the way they built it in those, in the, back in the 40s, again, it, it was straight direct to the ground. No footing, no nothing. And so if termites get in there, if moisture gets in there, it, call, it compromises the structure. And so now the front of my garage is leaning like this. It still may be some hope in it. Again, it, well, it, it may not be, but the last hope will be have to destroy that thing. And my wife and my kids have their way. Amen. But you think about this, how the, again, structure is important. And if the structure's not there and so still, even the streets that we ride on, infrastructure's important. Uh, the subways that you ride on and the subways we see, the steel beams, you ever thought about all that weight that's being suspended in the air? The J train right here, the three train down the road here, that all this weight is being suspended because of a good structure that there is. A good structure and which holds it up, a good structure that causes one to never, not to collapse. And, and so naturally, you wonder, and even in the streets and various things, say, how does all of these things hold up? When they build some of the biggest buildings, uh, again, I remember reading an article about the Empire State Building. When they built it, they built it, and they, in order for them, before they went up, they had to go down. And when they went down, they kept digging and digging and digging and digging until they hit bedrock. Because they knew when they hit bedrock, that was some of the hardest uh, 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 structure they could really tap into to uh, tie their structure to. Something that would not move that bedrock. And when you hit bedrock, it's a good firm foundation. And so we look at this and we want to uh, uh, forward this to a, script, a spiritual connotation about God's structure. God's structure is good enough to live by and it's good enough to die by as well. I mean, we'll say that this morning. It's good enough to live by. And it's good enough to die by as well. And so David, the man, he was dying here. King David. Uh, again, he was dying. And naturally, he was going to have to surrender the throne. Again, uh, and so he began to speak to his son, Solomon. Dying again. We will all get there one day. And how, uh, how was our lives structured this morning? When we all have to face death one day, that we will. Will our lives be built upon Christ Jesus this morning? Again, and so God, instructed in God this morning about being rooted in God as well. Having good roots. You think about it, getting a good foundation, a good firm foundation. We're thankful for these kids back here but because they're endeavoring to get good roots. And don't just hang, uh, uh, settle for this uh, half an hour or hour uh, uh, children's church either. But teach them at home. Teach them again to pray. Teach them to call upon God. Let them see you praying. Amen. Let them see you worshiping. Let them see you glorifying God through the thick and through the thin. When times get hard, when times get rough, they can see the structure that's built in you. Again, as a believer today, if you don't have structure this morning, I'm, I encourage you to get the structure today. Because perhaps you lived your life and you said, man, things seem to always fall apart. Things always seem to collapse. Things never seem to go right. But you, and you scratch your head again for those that speak this way and say, if you would only just come to Almighty God. 
If he would only begin to pray and seek God's face and, and come to the house of the Lord and, and surrender and give your life to Christ, I'm telling you, that's what we need in our world today. That's what the world is lacking. Good roots in God is important. When you come to the house of the Lord, it's important to get saved, first of all, to get rooted in God, to get, give your life to Christ. And we often encourage you to get filled with the Holy Ghost. Uh, salvation and then the baptism in with and of the Holy Ghost. Uh, these things right here will keep you every day of your life. A good structure. And no doubt from that point on, you begin to read your Bible, begin to pray and learn to pray in church attendance and all these different things and be sensitive to the voice of God. These are things in which we need to be structured in to be sensitive to God's voice. To begin, you begin to have a sense of conviction in your heart. Tended to be, because before, before we become to Christ, we would do and say and live in the kind of way we wanted to. How many know that? Before we come to Christ, it did not matter. If the devil said jump, we said ha ha. How many would say that? However we felt we would do it. But when we come to Christ, you begin to, again, get this structure in your life to where the Holy Ghost now reigns and rules in your heart. To where you learn conviction and begin to be sensitive to the things of God and the voice of God. To where you begin to be uh, sensitive and begin to want to do what's right. And no doubt on all of that, but again, a good structure to have being willing to die to self. Uh, to die to self, it says, God, no longer me. But Lord, what do you want from my life? What do you want from me? Again, and so many times we fail, uh, many fail in the Christian race because they fail to surrender to God. They failed us totally surrendered to Almighty God this morning. Again, they get off on, on the wrong start. When you get up off your knees, you should be willing to serve, be willing to say, God, you were willing enough to love me and care for me and save me. God, let me do my part and give back to you. The Apostle Paul said, them that in Christ are new creatures. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things become new. But he also said this. He says, we have been transformed by the renewing of the mind. He says, why? This is your reasonable service to serve him and, and, and to come to Christ and to live for him. Why? because of what all Jesus has done and so all of this will lead and no doubt this good structure that we've covered about prayer church attendance, Bible reading living for God, witnessing so when he being a witness for Christ, doing for the kingdom of God, all these things if you do these things, no doubt they will help you when it's time to die, when it's time to die, don't you know we all come to that place and that's where David was here David was dying. Let's go to verse 1. David was dying. David died, was dying. He said that the day of his death drew near. The day in which he was ready to go. And he charged his son saying, I go to the earth. Verse 2. Be thou strong therefore and show thyself a man. Last week we talked about spiritual maturity as well. Men and women that serve God are mature. Amen. Paul, we covered it last week when Paul said, he said, when I was a child, I spake as a child. I understood as a child. He said, I, I did things as a child. He said, but when I became a man, I put away childish things. And he began to let us know as well. He says, show thyself as a man. Real men serve Jesus. Can I get some men to say amen this morning? Real men serve the Lord. Amen. Ladies, you looking for a husband? Find one that's serving Christ. Amen. Find one that's serving Jesus today. Men, you're looking for a good wife? Find one that loves the Lord our God today. And so he began to say real manhood is found when we serve the living God today. And church today and so, but I started to see men and women are not ready to grow up. They still want to play games with God. 
still playing games with their soul, playing games with their spiritual destiny today or their eternal destiny, church. It's time to stop playing games, amen. It's time to become serious about your eternal destination and your relationship with God. So I didn't say we got grown men still playing video games on mama's couch. Ain't nothing wrong with playing video games, amen. Amen, we, we do it from time to time. But it's still sitting on mama's couch, amen. And you think about this or how to... Again, men and women today, it's time to grow up. Amen. And begin to become men and women of God, spiritually mature in God. You think about how to, again, uh, again, I was sharing with her how to, again, when I, I guess I was thinking about when I, we bought our first house at the age of 27 years old. We were fortunate enough to do that. Amen. At the age of 27 years old. And I, and I thank God because of that. If uh, my father, he, had, he, 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 we owned homes. We owned Amen. He was a homeowner, and I, and I was thankful for that because he showed us ownership. He showed us ownership, and really, just by, really by bringing it up, is because David was passing on advice to his son. He was passing on advice to his son about the need to own, the need to again uh, take become responsible, the need to grow up, the need to uh, uh, raise the family. Amen. And get off the couch and stop playing video games. Amen. Think about this. It's so need to grow up and be a man the way you can get structured in your life. And I went on, as I shared last week, I went on to join the military. Why? To help get structure in my life. To get structure and get a, a, a sense of order to where, again, when, when it was time for me to raise a family, when it was time for me to take care of business and, and get married and have children, no doubt, again, there will be structure on how to do things. And some have that structure. Some have the basics of, of, of manhood, I guess. But lacking Christ is the, the key component to it all. And I thank God even in all of that. Again, he, he was faithful in the church. And he showed us the importance of serving God. Men today, show your sons, your daughters. Mothers, show your sons, your daughters the importance of having Christ in your life. But being mature in it all, being mature in life. Again, and so he says, show thyself as a man. Show thyself as a man. It's time to grow up and take on and do things in which men do. Mature. No doubt, I'm sure your dad's probably pushing you now. Amen. And before long, you're going to have to move out the house soon. Amen. Right? No, you shake your head, mama. Don't, don't do that to him, mama. He's got us to flap his wings. If not, he's going to be on the, playing video games at the age of 40 on the couch. Amen. Amen. And so we look at this. We see in the sea, let him fly. God gave him wings to fly. He says, show thyself as a man. That if Solomon was a young man, he was going to take over this throne. He was going to take over the throne of his father, a great king, a great man of God. And his father began to give him instructions of how to live his life. He said in verse 3, let's go. He says, I charge thee of the Lord. He says, thy God to walk in his ways. That's the first part about walking in God's ways. To walk in the ways of God. Jesus said, he is the way, the truth, and the life. And no doubt, and if you turn with me to um, the scripture here in, in, in the word of God. Let me get back to it. In the scripture, in the book of Psalms, he also tells us this. In, in Psalms uh, 18, the Bible says, "Is this ways of the Lord. The Bible says, for as God, his way is perfect. As we walk in the ways of God, his way is perfect. God will not do us wrong, church, this morning. You cannot fail serving God. Amen. Serving the living God, his way is right. The word of the Lord is tried. His father wrote, he says, the word of the Lord is tried. It's been tried already. 
And it's been proven, the Bible says, he is a buckler to all them that trust in him. He's a defender. He will keep you and help you every step of the way is what he began to let us know. In verse 31, he says, "Who for who is God save the Lord? Who is a rock saved by God? And so he said it again, he's our rock today. David realized that the rock was important. Amen. When he fought Goliath, that rock was important, was it? Why? He was able to slay the giant with that piece of that rock. Amen. And naturally, I don't have to be sharing how that God is our firm foundation, our solid rock this morning. The Bible went on and says here in verses 32, he says, it is God that, that, that girdeth me with strength and maketh my way perfect. So he's talking about the way. He said, if you walk in God's way, things will begin to work itself out. He said, he making my feet like hinds feet or as hinds feet. He said, and setteth me upon a high place, which is a rock. Amen. Anything that's up high, for the most part, is built on something solid. Amen. Or something firm or something that is, again, dependable. In other words, and so he says this mountain that he was built upon, he's able to go up higher in God. He was able to, uh, again, withstand because of God, the firm foundation. Back to that verse 3 again uh, of, of, of of our main text, Kings 3, the Bible says, he says his commandments is with statutes and commandments as well. Statutes means law. Statute means law. And so the laws of God. Uh, in Psalms 119, verse 10, Psalms 119, verse 10 and 11, you may have read it before. Let's read it again. The Bible says, For my, with my whole heart, I sought thee. With my whole heart, I sought thee. And that's another part of structure. You got to do it with all your heart. Don't serve him partially. Don't serve the Lord partially, church. Partial, partial will fall apart. Partiality will fall apart. Uh, doing some work and uh, they know some plumbing work at the house. And this man, uh, uh, he, had, he, had mixed, he had mixed pipes with copper. <laughs> and so naturally, the, another man who came to, came to do some repairs, he said, I don't like that. I don't like mixing copper with plastic or, or this new technology, the new hard plastic that they used. He said he should have kept it all copper. In other words, it shouldn't mix the two because later on down the line, there will be problems down the line. And you think about that in life, uh, how this structure, he says, I want to serve God with my whole heart. I want to serve him with everything, not partially in one foot in and one foot out. Not one foot in, that's a poor foundation. One foot on this side of the fence and one on the other side of the fence. One, again, he says, it cannot stand this way. Let me serve him with everything I have, with all my heart. Sold out to the king, my God. But the Lord our God today, he says, and let's move a little further. He went on it. Told him, he says, with my whole heart I sought thee. He says, and let me not wander from thy commandments. Number 11, he says, he says, with thy word, thy word have I hid in my heart that I may not sin against God. He was saying the ways of the Lord. He says, keep them in your heart. It will keep you every day. Keeps you away from the enemy of our soul. Keeps you away from the devil himself. Keeps you away from temptation and the things that come today. We're talking about God's structure for man today. Let's move on. Let's go back to verse 3, Kings 3. The Bible says in another part, he says, the commandments and the judgments. Judgments of Almighty God. The judgments of Almighty God. He's a just God today. Psalms 37.3. Psalms 37.3 tells us this. He says, trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord and do good. Thou shalt dwell in the land and verily thou shalt be fed. He said, if you would just follow God's structure. He said, you'll be fed and you'll be blessed. The Bible went on and says, he says, delight thyself in the, also in the Lord. To delight yourself, to find joy in the Lord. There's joy in salvation. A joy that the world cannot give. A joy, he says, that he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. 
When you build your life upon God, God will give you what you have need of. The Bible says he will do what? He will supply all of your needs and meet every desire that you have. He says when you trust in him and live for him, you have desires. And I'm telling you, serve God. It will come to pass. The Bible says, number five, commit thy ways. And so I instruct you this morning. Commit your ways. Commit your life unto the Lord. Trust in him, he shall bring it to pass. If you trust God and commit to it, you got to stay committed to it, however. You got to stay committed. You got to stay faithful. You got to stay on board with God. You can't be wishy washy in it, up and down, in and out. No doubt in the Bible says, trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. Back to structure, we did concrete work years ago in the military. Learned about it anyway. We did it. And so in concrete work, when we pulled the concrete, the slabs and various stains, they, we had to do this thing, we had a, like a vibration type device. And this vibration device, we had to put it down in the concrete after it was poured, and it would vibrate. When it would do that, it would cause all the spaces to fill up that were underneath, that were perhaps hollow. Because if you didn't do that, uh, again, the concrete cannot get underneath the crevices and cracks. And they call it honeycombing. Uh, so naturally, if there was air in the concrete, uh, the structure would be compromised. And so we did this to do what? To bring consistency. And no doubt we had to, back, back to what I was talking about, commitment and consistency to it all. Why? Because if it's not consistent, it will fall apart. It will fall apart. He was telling his son, he says, hey, you got to stay, you got to stay to this. You got to stay committed to it. You must be committed to almighty God. Why? Because it's important today. Commit thy ways to the Lord and he will keep thee. He said he will bring the past. Number six, he went on and says, and he shall bring forth the righteousness as light and thy judgment as noonday. And thy judgment as noonday. I got it. I got it. The Bible says his testimony as well. Like the Kings, it talks about his testimony as well. Let's look at the verse in verse 3. The Bible says, so his judgments and his testimonies. As it is written in the law of Moses, that thou mayest prosper in whatsoever thou doest. Your testimony is important. Your testimony is important for Almighty God. Keep your testimony. Be a witness. What do I testify about? That the Lord is Savior. To be a witness. To tell others. He was telling his son not only to not only keep the testimonies of God, remember what he said in his word. This Bible here is a book full of testimonies of what God can do. A book full of testimonies of the power of God. A book full of testimonies about how God never fails. How many know that? A book of testimonies about how God can heal. A book of testimonies how God can deliver he shared with him, no doubt, stories about Moses. He shared with stories how God delivered from the, uh, the children of Israel. How God had saved them. How God had fed them. Uh, how God had kept them uh, over and over and over again. Uh, naturally, he wrote stories as well that will later on be published uh, about how God was able to help him and sustain him. Uh, how God fed him and kept him through the valleys. God kept him through war. God kept him through every challenge of his life. Uh, these were testimonies that he was telling his son to keep. Uh, keep the testimonies. Believe the 
testimonies and watch the testimonies come to life in you uh, to where you can have a testimony one day uh, because you stood up and says my God uh, met the need my God delivers I'm telling you my God healed when I was sick my God made a way when there was no way I'm talking about the testimonies of God and so he said these are structures that you build your life upon these the word of God is true this morning and he was letting his son know the word of God is true and today we tell you as well the word of God is true brothers and sisters this morning the word of God is what we can depend on it stands from the test of time it's been tried as we share with you it's been proven over and over and over again if you trust and believe in almighty God live for Christ serve him with all you got amen God will see you through the testimonies we have many testimonies I can go around this room and they probably can give me a testimony of how God was able to do great and mighty works let's move on to verse 4 of Kings the Bible says here in verse 4, he went on and told us, he said, let me back up one more time to 3. He says, in, thou, in thy ways I shall prosper. And it sounds for me to Joshua where he says, don't turn to the right or to the left. But you will prosper in the word. Let's go to verse 4. He says, the Lord may, might may continue his word which he spake concerning me. The Bible says, not just for me, son. He was telling David, David was telling Solomon, he says, not just for me. But that the word can continue in you as well. This book here today, the word of God is not just for them, but it's for us. Amen. The Lord and all of his promises. Salvation is not just for some, but it's for all mankind. The Holy Ghost baptism is not just for some, but it's for all of us. The joy of the Lord is not just for some, but it's for all of us, church. Are you listening the Bible says continue in it. Continue to let the promise of God may continue in you. God wants to bless you as well. He wants you to experience the gift of salvation. He wants you to experience the true meaning of salvation, the true meaning of the born again, the true meaning of joy in Christ. He wants you to have it as well. He wants you to experience the joy of the Lord today. The Bible says, he says, that you may continue in his word which is concerning me. If, if thy children take heed to their, to their, their ways and walk before for me in truth. There's a stipulation, there's a key to that. There's an if in there. He said, if you keep my word, we cannot expect anything from God if we don't live it. Amen. We can't expect anything from God if we're not willing to do the part uh, which he's commanded us to do. And that's to walk uprightly, to follow him with all of our heart. Amen. And all of our soul today. We must do our part as well. We challenge you today to obey the structure here. To follow the structure of his testimonies, the statutes, the laws, and the commandments of God. He said when you go, and then your children as well will also take heed. They will see as well the blessings of the Lord. They will see and experience the God of heaven. They will experience, and that's when you teach them. It keeps them out of a lot of trouble. Amen. Come on, parents. If you know that, your kids know that they will learn from our mistakes. Learn from our failures. It keeps them out of a heart, a lot of heartache and pain. Mom and daddy know what they're talking about, young man. Amen. They know what they're talking about oftentimes. Parents look back and, and they feel like as, as young people, we didn't understand. We didn't know it all. Or we thought we knew it all, I should say. And so naturally, when he began to see and say, wow, he knew what he was talking about. He said his children... Take heed to their way. The children today, I pray for our children. Pray for our youth. Again, that they may know the way. Generations are being raised up that is not being shown the way. Generations are being raised up that does not know Christ. 
And it's up to you and I to tell them the way. To show them the way. Not just tell them, but to live a life for them, in front of them. To be a witness for others to see and take heed that the Lord is near. Take heed to their ways, the Bible says. That they would take heed and analyze their lives and realize that they need a Savior as well. Realize that the devil has nothing to offer. They will no doubt satisfy the soul. Playing with the devil brings uh, swift destruction, brothers and sisters. It brings a destruction, an irreparable type destruction. Oftentimes an enemy desire for lives of men and women. But we thank God for Jesus making a way. We say about doing, again, preaching about when the fullness of time was coming. Jesus came into the world. He came to show us the way. To show us the way that David had got a glimpse of. To show us the way that Moses tried to point the people to to show us the way in which the prophets of old show them and women of old show them. And church of the day, the way is Christ today. He says, walk before me in truth. And he says, with all their hearts and with all their souls, they shall not, there shall not fail. It will not fail. Jesus never fails, church. And when we serve him and live for him and walk in his word, we will not fail. Amen, regardless of what goes on. David wrote, he said, when I'm in the valley, I'm still winning on the mountaintop, I'm winning. Even in the cave, he was winning. Throughout his journey, he realized there was victory in the Lord. In church of the day, the ups and downs of life, we find again, as long as we have structure in God. You see, in the bottom of wherever you may be, or wherever you may go, if you have that structure, you'll learn to pray. Amen. In the deepest of uh, entrenched, in the greatest of battles, David, his father faced some great battles, outnumbered, surrounded. Again, men dying every, all around and about him, cornered in one place. But you know what? He had a structure to call on God. When the bear came after David in there in the, uh, in the pastures there, there was a great big bear that came after him. But God, because of his structure in prayer life, he was able to overcome the bear when the lion came roaring and tried to come after his sheep the bible says David prayed and called on God and he was able to defeat the lion amen and so when Goliath came around it was no no, no big deal why because if he had structure in God he says you come to me with sword shield he said but I come to you in the name of the Lord the name of the Lord church that name is Jesus this morning the king of kings and the lord of lords the scripture tells he says he says here that how the name of the Lord is a strong tower the name of the Lord is a strong tower you build your life on it you build your life in around in and around him he says the righteous run into him and are safe safe from the blast safe from trials and, and, and tribulations safe from the things that come your way because when they do come you can withstand you can withstand church because of Almighty God the Bible says it, and, and uh, let's go to 37, Psalm 37. I missed over, but I'll come back to it now as we wrap this up. The Bible says, trust in the Lord, do good, and thou shalt dwell in the land. The Bible says, delight thyself in the Lord. He shall give his eyes of our heart cover this. Commit thy way to the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. And he shall, shall bring forth righteousness as light and thy judgment is noonday. And just as soon as the sun comes up every day, he says, God will be there. God, we serve a just God. 
the God that will be there to the end. As Jesus told us, we share with you briefly. He told us, he says, hey, a man that builds his house upon a rock. Man should build his house upon a rock. He said, because life will come. Life will come your way. Things will happen in life. Trials, winds and waves will blow. If you're not firm in God, they will have you all over the place. They will have you tossed to and fro, up and down. But in Christ, you can stand. In Christ, you can withstand. He says, when the, when the winds beat upon that house, it won't fall. When the winds and the waves beat upon it, it will keep standing. Why? Because he's our firm foundation. He's our solid rock. He's the infrastructure that men need. He's that thing. No doubt I will keep you all the way in this life and the life to come. David said, I'm about to die. He was about to die. He said, son, take heed to these words. Take heed to what has worked. Take heed to this foundation. Build your life upon that which it works. The earth will pass. Kings fail. Governments fall. Houses come and go. Articles of clothing are moth-eaten and fade away. Cars fail. Jobs come and go. How many know that? Kingdoms rise and kingdoms fall. But oh, our God, he stands and endures forever. Today, church, as we look to the Lord in prayer, build your life upon him. Let Christ be that base, that foundation to help you as you go along in life. So when it's our turn to die, when it's our turn to leave this earth, we'll be ready. We'll be standing upon him. When the trials of life come, you can withstand. As we bow heads in reverence to God today, today Jesus is that firm foundation. He's the savior of the world. David was pointing to the Lord, our God. The one who would give his life for all of mankind. Give his life to be that foundation. To be that word living on the inside now of all mankind. Jesus the Christ came to the earth to give his life on that cross. That we could be saved. To give his life that we can be delivered from the bondage of sin. To be delivered from the clutches of the enemy. To be set free. And this morning, today, on that old rugged cross, he gave his up the ghost. He died and shed his blood. And then, but that blood was able to wash away all of our sins. I'm thankful for that this morning. To wash away any and every sin that we've ever committed. Those things that compromise our structure. Those things that erode the soul. Those things that eat away at life. Jesus washed it all away. And now with him living on the inside, now if you invite him on the inside of your life, accept him in your life, church of the day, you can stand strong and live for him every day of your life. You can withstand the, test, te, uh, uh, the trials and temptations of this world. You can withstand the, the things that come your way. You can overcome and be what God wants you to be. If you're not saved this morning, give your life, simply ask him into your heart. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Not only ask and repent of your sins. Repent of your sins and say, God, forgive me for everything I've ever done. And make this commitment to God. Say, God, from this day forward, I'm going to live for you. I'm going to live for you eternally.
for the rest of my days. I repent. God save me. I want to be born again by the power of Almighty God. And he's faithful and just to do that today. If you need a new start, God can clean it all up. He can tear everything down if he has to and give you a fresh start. Tear down the old and start anew today. If you need a new start this morning, Jesus is here to give you a new start. A new beginning, whatever it may be, our Lord is here. That which is solid, that which stands and lives on forever. As we bow our heads to God today, the altar of prayer is open. If you have a need in your life this morning, you come with a need this morning. The things in which David has said are true. Our God is our everything. God is everything. The Savior, the healer, whatever you have need of, come to the Lord our God. Trust in Him, believe Him. He's able to do the impossible this morning. If you have a need in your life, lift your hand, we'll pray with you. If you need a touch from God, come to these altars this morning. Give your life over to Him. God bless your prayer. She's beginning to sing as unto the Lord. God structured life for us. It's already been planned out. It works. Make that a part of your life. God bless you. There's a
church. Thank God for his structure. Structure. Amen. As we follow his instructions, amen, we'll be all right. Amen. I'd like to welcome my brother who gave his life over to the Lord this morning. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. God is a good God and truly, truly blessed. Amen. The Bible says heaven rejoices. I don't know about here on earth, but heaven rejoices. Amen. Our brother gave his life over to the Lord. Heaven rejoices. Amen. 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 Truly, it's a blessing. Amen. I've been thankful to God for his goodness and his mercy today. Amen. God bless you. Our prayer. We look forward to seeing you uh, this evening at 6 p.m. online. We, we, we have our online service still at the moment. Online service at 6 p.m. Uh, you can find us through our, our YouTube channel, our Facebook, podcast, and all these different things. So come on out. Continue to uh, follow along there throughout the week in our Bible studies and our um, Thursday evening service. We're back here in person. Uh, Brother Burrell, we're here on Thursdays at 8, 7.30 as well. 7.30 on Thursday nights. Welcome to come by and be with us on Thursday nights at 7.30. Have a good time in the Lord. Amen. Truly God is a uh, good God. And so we come throughout our midweek. Amen. When you say, I need a little bit more of God. Amen. We all need God. And so come on out and worship with us on Thursday evenings at 7.30 p.m. Amen. God bless your prayer. We look forward to seeing you in the days ahead. Truly, we serve a mighty God this morning. Amen. I'll be remiss without the take up the offering as well. Get up on the screen there. Those watching online, those watching online, amen. Here, uh, we have our online giving, online giving at uh, www.mintcc.org forward slash Brooklyn NY. Brooklyn NY. That's our church website. Get it, feel free to go by and, and go to it. And then we have our text to give at 347-229-9933. Our text to give at 347-229-9933. And then Zelle, if you have Zelle, set up your account. You can do it that way as well. For, through our church email, you would use, not the church phone number, but the church email. And you can give that way digitally as well. Amen. And truly, the old-fashioned way as well. Old-fashioned way as well is unto the Lord. Let's give unto the Lord if you have an offering today. We ask uh, Reverend Johnson to come on up and receive it for us, sir, please. Uh, the offering, tithe is unto the Lord. Let me say thank you. 
Amen. Give unto him. He will truly bless you. Sir, if you pray, please. Father God, Lord, we thank you for the opportunity to give you a portion of that which you give to us. We ask you right now to bless both the gift and the giver. In Christ Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. so much to be thankful for church amen as we stand to our feet this morning dismiss today in prayer we're thankful for all that God is doing those watching online God bless you our prayer we'll see you this evening at 6 p.m. amen let us pray heavenly father we thank you God for your goodness thank God for all that you do Lord we thank you God for your grace this morning God we thank you for this offering and God all that you've accomplished thank you for our brother coming to know you as Lord and our Savior today we pray that you keep him and, and cover him God along the journey God, help each one to come back at the next appointed time, Lord, we pray. And God, those watching online and those not here today, bring them, God, to the next appointed time. Let them come receive, God, of you. God, to come and be committed and, and for the work of the Lord here, God, and be give you glory and honor for all things that have been done. God, going forward, have a cover each one in this new week ahead that you blessed us with. Keep them, cover them. God, we're going to continue to be witnesses, God, in the city. Wherever we may go, God, help each one to tell someone about you. And we give you praise and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you, folks. Have a good day.